0: Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece with Samantha Tredelius, as always.
1: Samantha, what's happening? Another day with you is another day that I feel renewed and excited, okay? As
0: you should, as you should. It should be near the very top of your life experiences.
1: What I love today is we're going to be talking about relationships, and our relationship is one of my most... Favorite types of relationships—it's the life, wife relationship.
0: Um, yes, yes, it is. And uh, fortunately, we have somebody smarter than either one of us. Yes. Uh, to break this all down when it comes to marriage and relationships and unconditional love and everything in that world. So, Tara Carroll, thank you for joining us today from Phoenix, Arizona. How are you? I'm I'm alive. I'm well in my. I mean, my great yep. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm, um, you know, currently in my closet because my kids are downstairs and this is the quietest place that I could be <laughs> working mom's problems.
1: Every woman needs a closet that honestly she could just go in and like fucking evaporate into right where no one can bother you. Cause it's a safe space. We all need that.
0: Yes. Especially when we're trying to,
1: to do things
0: with kids in the mix. Because you have littles, correct? Mm-hmm. My oldest will be
2: four in two weeks. And nope. then the baby will be two and a half in two weeks. Oh,
1: dear so. God. Hey. You're in the thick of it. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's it's the launching. It's the launching. You but- just
1: go in that yeah. closet and shut the door and don't yeah. come out. They won't find you. You just hide in there. Hide. <laughs>
0: So, Tara, you are, as you say, an advocate for all things unconditional love, marriage, and relationships. And mm, I have to believe there is not a single person out there who can't use some advice, direction, um, words of wisdom in this arena. Um, You kind of have an interesting background, though, and how you even got to this place Um, you met your husband on social, uh, Instagram, which I, I, okay. So I hear about these stories. I mean, I, I have friends who've met their spouses, significant others, like on dating apps. Mm -hmm. Um, I hear about people who meet on social. I don't know any personally, so I'm actually fascinated to learn about that and then kind of let's let's uh let's take it from there from how you ended up together and and how you in, ended up in this business of supporting uh relationships love marriage um so take us back to the instagram piece cuz i'm super fascinated
2: so let's start all the way back i ended up going into college um 2015 and during that time i was actually in a long term relationship and um it was like the first month of my semester. And I ended up breaking things off. Um, I had gotten cheated on. That wasn't the reason why I broke up with him. I had asked him if he wanted to work on the relationship. And he was like, Oh, actually, we can just take a break. And that was everything I needed to hear. I said, honestly, Mm -hmm. we're on two different paths. Because when it comes to marriage, you don't take a break, you figure it out. Um, And so he sent this long message. And after that, I never responded to him a month to that day. This man decides to like all these pictures that he liked, like maybe four pictures in a row on my Instagram. And so I go to his page and I see him and I'm like, "Mm -mm." so in my mind, I was already (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing this. I had already told God, like, I'm going to focus on myself. I just, I really just want to get to know myself. I'm, I'm in college now. I'm just going to focus on me. So then I sent him a DM and I said, Hey, my name is Tara. I don't know you. Nice to meet you. Um, he responds and we're literally, we're talking like, he tells me he's in Lemoore, which is 40 minutes from where I had just left um, at the time I was growing up in Fresno. So he was stationed in Lemoore, stationed meaning military, red flag for me. That was a whole red flag for me. I was like, ah, um, I grew well, up. Right
0: there, I think fake profile, like military, <laughs> fake profile. I, you know, oh, growing girl. up, girl.
2: I would never talk to someone in the military. My dad is a Vietnam veteran. So I did not want any ties to the military. Um, So I was like, eh. But then come to find out, I was in college 40 minutes from where he grew up. He grew up in Oceanside and I was currently in Irvine um, going to college. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. So then he I asked him why he's in the military, and he was telling me how he got dropped from college. He couldn't pay for college anymore, his financial aid ran out. So he didn't want to just go back home and do nothing. So I was like, okay, it's kind of a green flag. You're not just a bum, like your mind, you know, your mind was still going. So then he's asked me what I'm doing in college and what I want to do with that. Um, and our conversation just started getting deeper and deeper. It was never like, what's your favorite color or how many people have you slept with? It was none of that. It was more so like, <laughs> Those you know, are the what you- two most important questions?
0: <laughs> in life. Astrological sign also there. <laughs> yes.
2: So then um, we, since then we were talking every single day, we were FaceTiming. He was making sure I was doing my homework for class. I was helping him study to rank up, um, but we didn't have a title. It was just, we were just friends. Like, but we were talking every single day. Uh, so then later, I remember I was going home Um, because every year my best friend and I we would go to 100 houses. So I invited him because he wasn't that far away. Mind you, didn't know he didn't like scary things at the time. But he was like, yeah, I'll go. So we met
0: up. You never met this guy in person?
2: Never, not yet.
0: Like so, never been in the same room ever. Okay. So then
2: he tells me he's going to pick me up. I tell my best friend. I bring my roommate. And we go to my best friends and I say, okay, one of you guys have to ride in the car with me because Mm-mm. yeah, because uh, mass murder. We <laughs> don't know serial exactly. killer. Exactly. So I get in the car. He looks exactly like the guy I've been talking to. So I was okay. That's, that's cool. Um, he didn't have his own car. He was borrowing his friend's car, which I already knew, but the friend was in the backseat and he's like, yeah, this is his car. And I'm like, god I already know the truth so that was already like okay I don't really like your friend but you're honest so So then we pull up and I'm like okay if he gets out the car and he's short because I'm I'm tall I'm 5'7 so I'm like but anyway so we get out the car he's not short so I'm like okay this is
0: going and that question never came up
2: no never came up so then we get to the front and he automatically pays for me and that for me was a green flag because in the prior relationship I had paid for everything so that was new for me and I was like oh this is different but I also didn't want to show like ooh, you know didn't want to jump the gun because people like to feed on that not put him in the category but also I'm still getting to know you um so on that first day I was an asshole like I did not want to open up. You can ask him. He will tell you I was not messing with him. I was, it was like a girl's date, and he was like the wingman paying for everything. Yeah, Like that, that's what it was. Um, But also again, my mindset was still like, you're not going to play me. I don't know what you think is going to come after this, but we're still getting to know each other. Um, So then we ended up going on a second date. He wanted to go on a second date after that, um, which is crazy. Cause again, I was not nice. Okay. Not nice at all. So the second date, um, was actually the hunted house. The first day was the fair, my bad. The second day was the hunted house, which is the next day. So we get to the haunted house. And this is actually where I started to have feelings for him. So we're walking through and it's a group of us. And we ended up getting separated from the group. Mind you, I'm showing up as myself. So I'm talking shit. I like when I'm scared, I'm very sarcastic. So I'm myself and he was cool with it. It wasn't like he was like, oh, she has a mouth on her and nothing. He was he was allowing me to be myself. So that was a really big flag. Like, I didn't feel like I had to walk on eggshells. I could just show up. So we're going through and I remember he had his arms like kind of like wrapped around right here and I was grasping right here and I felt so safe. And I kid you not, I had never felt safe from a man ever. Like
0: You were in a haunted house feeling safe.
2: <laughs> feeling very safe, like walking through pictures. With
0: bride. a man
1: that you met on Instagram. <laughs>
2: Like, it was just peace, like, calmness.
1: This is all, like, this is the best story. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm loving this. And so we and we get to the end, and I hear a chainsaw. I'm, uh-uh, Scooby-Doo run, and I'm gone. I end up leaving him. And he walks out, he's all calm, and he's like, I see how this is going to go. Like, but he was laughing about it. Um, And after that, it was like, I was like, this is totally different. But I don't know. Like, I was still fighting it um so then let's fast forward right we still have no title we're still talking every single day this time we're facetiming um and i remember there was one night this was probably around november okay the time is this is so we met october this is now november and i'm in my dorm room and we're on facetime and he asked me he was like i want to know why you are the way that you are and i was like what do you mean by that and he was like i want to know like you know sometimes you shut down why do you shut down sometimes i can tell that you kind of disassociate like you know, I want to get to know why you are the way that you are. Mind you, no one has ever asked me that. Not even a friend. Not no one has ever asked me. So, we started to dive deep and I was telling him about my traumas growing up, um everything. I just opened up. And not only did he hear me out, but he met me where I was at. So, in turn, he was sharing all his traumatic experience. And that that night we stayed up like 12 hours. I had class 7:30 in the morning. Like we oh. stayed up and just threw up all of everything. It was the most vulnerable conversation. Um, And that was, that indicated that this is completely different than anything I've ever experienced in my life. This was your
1: person. This was your person. And it's amazing when they do say like, when you know, you know, and then you find your person, but not everybody has those wonderful, (laughs) you know, (laughs) many people have those moments where you're like, How in the hell have I gotten myself into this situation? And or, hey, maybe I have a relationship that's great, but hey, maybe, you know, it's kind of fizzling or, Mm -hmm. you know, marriage, as we know, is hard and it's not always peaches and strawberries. And when you get to be married 14 years, like uh, this little gal, okay, been with my guy for almost 20. I've also been with Stacy for 20 years. I mean, if we're really going to just go for it. It, yeah. it is. Our relationships never hard you and me, though. No. I never, I never not speak to you for weeks on end <laughs> on purpose, right?
0: We've, we've been known to maybe do that to our male counterparts.
1: Dude, Perhaps. It's easier, it's easier just because sometimes you're going to spew venom and it's just best if we don't speak. Right but there. the moral of the story, though, is like relationships are fucking messy and they're hard and they're complicated. And a lot of us sometimes, don't want to do the work or don't know how to do the work to make it better, which brings Mm -hmm. us to like what you're doing out there. Um, You're, you're creating space, you know, to show like, Hey, these are some things that, you know, work. And these are some, like, it's not always peaches and strawberries, but it is also like relationships are work, but they're the good kind of work. Right. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, literally. So my community that I built now, one, it's a non-judgmental space. So I don't care where you are in your relationship, whether you are legally married or you've just been with your person because not everyone cares for legal marriage. There's no judgment there. Um, But I always say like, if someone shares a story and they're they're being vulnerable, there is no judgment. Um, There's people that share that have been married for like. 30 years and they're like, wow, I'm just now learning this. There's no judgment there. Um, I even shared so like last week on my platform, I shared how my husband and I got into an argument and um I shared our extreme way of how we get through our arguments. And I'm very honest about that. So one of the extreme ways I'll just share here. Um, once we get to a point where there's no resolution, meaning we're going tit for tat, we literally stop. We grab hands and we pray. Now in the prayer, it's not like a heavenly father. <laughs> it's not nothing crazy like that. It's literally, we're calling ourselves out. So I can't say like, he did this and God, this
1: and You're this. so grown up. It's- I, I don't do that. I don't do, Stacy, do you do that? I don't do that. No, I, no, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm going to say that I'm a little more catty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bitch, I'm holding a grudge and never yeah, speaking I, I, to I, you I, again.
0: Because I'm always right. And... The sooner he figures that out the better. I that no not everybody lives that way. What? You're you know, we're so, we, you're so we giving, Dora. <laughs> oh we, okay, one,
2: because he, he really is my best friend. And I know that sometimes we do hurt our part. We do hurt our best friends at times. And a lot of times it's not warranted. It's not like we mean to. So in our arguments, we call ourselves out because there I know that there's something that I probably said that hurt your feelings, even if I didn't mean it. So we hold ourselves accountable um in the last argument i did not want to stop and pray like we were literally going at I'm it like, Fuck you was like, yeah i was like no like i was silent y'all was sitting there silent and he was like i think we should pray and i was like i've already prayed twice in my head so i guess we can pray like i was so Catch up. i was hot i was so irritated but we planted the seed. so like either sometimes it's he'll lead it sometimes i'll lead it um but it's really humbling when you hear your partner say like I knew I should never said that to her, or I I knew I was saying that in a catty ass way. Like I knew I shouldn't have done that. It really humbles you, and it's like dang, like you. Even if they don't apologize directly to you, they're apologizing to
1: source. And f, f- fuck me, thank you right? for holding yourself accountable. Because it I is- feel like a lot of times though people aren't aren't to that space where they've done enough work internally to like even admit. Like I'm guilty as charged. Like I'm like the last person. Like if I'm wrong. And I know I'm wrong. Like I will, I will say, I'm sorry. And I made a mistake, but that doesn't come very often. Cause I too, am perfect just like Stacy. But I mean, but at some point, like to be able to have that ability, that adult ability to be like, okay, you know what? Like that was not nice the way I said, because in relationships, we know how to push each other's buttons in a way that nobody else can. Nope, nope. I mean, it's like it's like a special, unique talent that we possess once we get into that that level of relationship. And uh, I don't know how that cycle gets broken by by the masses unless they're coming to see you. Right. You know, I always say marriage is
2: a mirror. And that's a lot of the reasons why we run from conflict because we're holding a mirror up for each other and we're having to see parts of ourselves that we never knew were there. And a lot of the times, again, we feel like we're not made of equal light and dark. Our darkness is there too. So when it when when our partner's holding a mirror up to our face and we have to see that darkness, we have to see the shit that we thought we worked through, the trauma that we thought we were over and then we're not over yet. It's a hard pill to swallow. So it's really never even about them. It's about us. It's about self. How much are you willing to hold yourself accountable and say, dang it. I did not heal through that correctly. And now I'm projecting that onto you. I am sorry. Um, that's really marriage is just a big, like a, a big mirror for yourself to when see. When I look
1: in the mirror, I go, yes, there's that <laughs> bitch. There she is. I'm hey, that bitch. Hey there, girlfriend. I see you too. <laughs>
0: okay, Tara, let me ask, let me ask you a couple questions. So how long were you an Instagram man date dating quote unquote dating before you got married.
2: <laughs> we got married on our one year anniversary.
0: Okay. So a okay. year. It's good. Um and and how long have you been married now?
2: We will be it will be seven years this November. Ooh,
0: seven years. Okay. Seven years. Here's here's my question for you. You I, I actually have a two part question. So first of all, you have obviously an incredible insight for someone who I'm I'm going to say only married seven years. That is a big number, don't get me wrong. But you have a lot of you, you have a lot of insight and, and really unique perspectives. So I guess question number one would be, where do those come from? And question number two would be, what do you say to your critics who look at you and go, mm, "You've been married seven years." Like, what could you possibly teach me about marriage, me who's been married for twenty two years or whatever it is? Uh, what do you say to those critics? Because I know they're out there.
2: Mhm mhm they are. So to answer your first question, um it may sound crazy, but literally everything we know was taught from God. And like on I know it really may sound crazy. I know people don't believe, not everyone believes in God. Whatever <laughs> literally we did not have um we didn't have guidance. The only guidance we had was from God and meaning whatever we felt like I I can't even explain it because it's it sounds so crazy. Um, even the book I wrote, I wrote a book on our first five years of marriage and the things that God had us working on. And that's literally where we got it from. Um, now what do we say to the critics? I always tell people, well, you're not going to learn from everybody. And you know, I'm just not for you. Um, I now know that I do help people. We help people that have been married for years one meaning my parents they were some of our biggest critics and now my dad can't help to say like he's like wow nick like you're helping me like i uh, they've been together for 30 something years married for 26 years and some of the things that my husband and i have worked on they're just now getting to or some of the vulnerability that we've you know opened up and all this type of stuff um i don't take offense anymore because one Years don't mean anything if you're not putting in the work. You could be Thank with someone, I agree with that. And and not even know who they are, right? You could a lot of people hold on to years and they're celebrating years, but they don't even like their person. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying because a well, marriage goes so up and down, I love like my husband and sometimes I don't like him, right? But there's so many people that are just holding on and realizing that this is not my fucking person, but we've been together for 10 years and I don't know how to start over. I don't want to start over. Um secondly. I'm 26. Right. So You're a baby. Exactly. So a lot of, I've already dealt with a lot of people feeling like they can put me in a box, but I've learned that I have a lot of wisdom, a lot of, so again, if they don't rock with it, that's okay. You're just not going to learn from me.
1: I think you've got like some old soul energy for sure. Like do. there's some stuff happening. And I also think there's so many people, I know plenty of them, male and female that are in marriages that. They, they, you know, they, they're they like, mm, you know, it's just easier to stay and I hate my person mm-hmm. and my kids are awful and my life is just every day, like groundhog day. And like, I look at them and I'm like, listen, like life is so short, like in any mm-hmm. moment you could, whoop, and then mm-hmm. the end of it. And like my marriage by no means is like peaches and strawberries every day. I mean, hello, Stacy knows I've got a Gemini husband. I mean, <laughs> it's like, buckle I mean, up, bitches, it's going to be bumping. Okay. We do ask
0: about astrological sign at some point down the road.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, Gemini's okay, so are just
0: a... Uh, wait, what are you
2: guys? I'm, I'm a Virgo. I'm okay. a Libra. That's what my, my husband's a Libra. My son's a Virgo. I'm okay, okay.
0: a Say, Do you know Nick's astrological sign now that you guys have been together for eight years? So let's, let's flip this a little bit to the business aspect. So at what point did you realize there's a business to be had here? And, and this is something that people need that I can provide and it can be, I don't mean business in the bad sense, but you know, you you don't you don't work for free.
2: Um, I'm gonna say after our fifth year. So when we came back, we celebrated our fifth year anniversary in Cancun. We came back, um, I felt it in my spirit to one write a book for couples, whether they're married or not. Um, I actually encourage single people to do it as well because everything that you work on a marriage, you have to do for yourself. Um, so I ended I started writing that and then in that we started just opening up on our social media. And I started to realize like, this is bigger than us. Our relationship is also bigger than us. The things that we've gone through, the things that we've worked through is so much bigger than us. And we can actually help the collective. Like I love love. I don't, what we experience in our marriage, like again, no, it's not perfect. But when I tell you I am the happiest I've ever been in my whole life, like every day I am genuinely happy. I want everyone else to experience that. I'm not a selfish person when it comes to that. They say misery loves company, but so does joy. So does happiness, so does peace. And I want everyone else to experience that too. So that's when I just started to open up. And again, it never was about numbers. It was never about numbers, but the numbers started to come. And as they started to come, I started to get more grounded and so much more in tune with the intention behind the things that I was posting. now, it did, it did come times where I was fighting the algorithm. So I was also fighting my mindset. So I'm like, okay, if I don't post it this time, no one's going to see it. But I had to keep grounding myself that even if one person sees the message and vibes with the message, my work is done. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can just, I tell Trey all the time, it's a ripple in a pond. That's all we're doing. We're just planting the seed in different households because I want the love that we have in our household amongst us and amongst our children to go everywhere around the world um, because love that getting to our slogan love always wins that's law at the end of the day at the beginning of the day love is what's going to sustain all of us and it that's is true
1: it is true but i also really like your approach it's not like a medical you know clinical psychologist marriage counseling situation to where like you're usually going into those environments because you know what somebody's fucked something up and now you're just mm-hmm. sitting you know sit in the chair and tell all your dirty laundry and then have someone tell you, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. But you're kind of coming at it from a space of like, it doesn't necessarily need to be all fucked up, but, you know, here's a couple ways to kind of make, make some minor improvements or try something different or, and have a relatable approach. Because I think a lot of times those, those doctors that are sitting across from you, they're kind of fucked up too. Exactly. And they don't open up about it.
2: That's, that's another reason, like I'm an open book. Like I'm going to share you my, now some stuff I can't, I can't tell you because I haven't done it or I haven't been there or, you know, that's not my path, but I'm going to meet you halfway. Just like how Trey and I met each other halfway in the beginning of our relationship. I meet everyone halfway, whether that's a male, female, whether they're in whatever, how many years they've been together, I'm going to meet you halfway. So if you share something vulnerable with me, I'm going to share something vulnerable with you to let you know that I'm human too even though you see all these great posts and whatever, I'm still human, we are still human. And this is the real shit behind it. I am so tired of seeing couples that like, it's just a facade and you, you I can- I this one chick online
1: and she just had a baby and she's like, everything's great. And she's, you know, prancing around and I'm like, girl, you know, you're not sleeping and you want to murder your husband. Like, like let's keep it real great. Come on. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. So, but kudos to you for keeping it real. And I think the fact that, you know, you are 26 and you are able to kind of find that community in you know, that the younger generation is more in tune with like sharing their shit in, in a big scale. And so that I think can connect with people that are hundred or 40 or 20. So it's very cool. Now let's talk about where people can find you. What are the links and where can we send them for more of you?
2: So if you, okay, I, I do this all the time. If you want a community, um, where you can kind of open up and and grow with other people, Instagram at Tara Nicolina, that's two A's at the end, join that community. If you want something that you really want to get into the real nitty gritty of like who we are, how we talk to each other, the things that we like really get through, go on YouTube, follow us at The Carols. Um, that's a whole different community. If you want more of like our personal life of like our everyday kid life and the things that we do outside of what we show on Instagram and, and YouTube, go on TikTok at The Carols the dot carols. Um, That's more so, you know, each community has its own, its own vibe um, and you can get something different from each community. You can join all three if you want to, um, but or if you just want something specific, three different ones for three different things.
0: I love you talked about how the numbers grew organically as you started doing this. And I think that speaks volumes to the need that there is for this type of not only advice, but just community support, uh, through, through your various channels. So I think that's fantastic. Um, you, you did mention you wrote a book, you've got the marriage workbook, where can, if people are interested in doing, doing some work, finding that self-love first, where can they find that marriage workbook?
2: It is on Amazon. Um, available through Prime as well. Um, If you look up Love Always Wins, that's law. It will be the first one on there. Um, That is actually something you don't have to be married to work through that. Again, everything that's in that book, you can do by yourself and you should do by yourself. Um, Aside from that, I'm just going to drop this. We are going to hold a retreat because yes, you have a you have a tribe for your family, you have a tribe for your children, you even have like a group of friends for yourself, but you also need a tribe for your marriage, Um, and that's not talked about, you know, we have, we have bridesmaids, we have groomsmen, we have people that show up, right, to be a part of the wedding, but then when marriage gets real, you can't call those people up and say, hey, I'm I'm going through this, you can't call anybody up, so we are going to change that, you're going to have a tribe for your marriage, Um, that's going to be up and coming, when, don't, I don't know, just, just, Follow along, okay? Because when I say it's happening, it's gonna happen. I love that
0: idea.
1: I think it's brilliant. like
0: Couples Retreat, but like for yes. real.
1: Couples Retreat. That is a great movie, by the way. Uh so <laughs> listen, I mean, I woke up this morning not knowing what to expect, and I am feeling so much more filled with just a little bit of compassion and love coming to us from a closet in Phoenix. Miss <laughs> T has broken broken some barriers. She showed us what a little bit of work can get, you know, go a very long way. We're feeling inspired and I hope that everyone else gets out there this week and is inspired.